Hey, welcome to another brand new episode of Happy Hamstrings. This is your host, Julie Brown. It is a Wednesday afternoon. Today's Wednesday, September 28th, the year is 2022. I did an episode yesterday. I failed to mention something, though. Uh, yesterday, being September 27th, marked the three-year anniversary of this podcast. So, now this podcast is officially three years old. It's out of its terrible two. <laughs> um, thank you to everybody who's been listening and supporting. Anybody who listens, you're supporting. Thank you for helping me out and um, kind of following along with what's been happening. Just been so many different things going on. Uh, I ended up subbing for a seven o'clock class last night. So last week, I probably did something in the neighborhood of 700 or 750 exercise minutes between Monday through Saturday. And then just the past two days, not counting today, I'm just talking about Monday and Tuesday this week. Uh, I did at least another eight hours of exercise. <laughs> I feel I feel as if I'm a machine instead of a human. So today's recovery day. I do have one class tonight several hours away, by the way. I've been doing just little chores and things, making my beadwork for the upcoming vendor event, which is windy right now. I'm outside in my car. It's windy right now, and it's probably going to be raining this Saturday because um, as I'm recording this, there's a hurricane headed like directly up, like not directly towards me. Uh, I live in Alabama, and there is a hurricane currently pummeling Florida and it's just a micro away from being a category five. It's category four. It's a really big storm. I haven't been sending messages to my friends in Florida. I don't want to bother them. I know they're probably overwhelmed. Um, I've already been seeing my friends social media posts. They live in Florida that they're either having trouble finding places to get gasoline or they're having to pretty much abandon anything that's not absolutely vital for life. And just sort of the process of them going through like, hey, I have to just accept it. Did you hear that? That was like a branch hit my car or something. Just have to accept it. <laughs> um, I, I really, my heart goes out because every time a hurricane hits... Um, all the things that follow are very, very sad. It's very, um, it's hard to watch. I kind of wish I could just like scurry down there and help in some way, but I just don't see how that's possible for me right now in the, in the stage of what's happening with my life right now. Um, and oddly enough, I'm supposed to go down there in a few weeks to Florida on a business trip with my husband I guess if anything's left of Florida when that date approaches in October. Um, yeah, anyway, um, so yesterday I had four classes. Uh, spinning, yoga, chair dance, and aqua. Now the chair dance is the one that I do, or I did independently, so I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> There's a space upstairs of a motorcycle shop. And currently, they're allowing me to teach fitness classes up there. 
it's probably not the best place for yoga, but it's a great space for like doing dance and dance fitness. I guess I could do yoga. I would just really need to um, ask permission to either get them to mop the floor or I'm going to mop the floor. It's just like a storage room for motorcycle parts. So it's really good, big open space. There's plenty of room as far as the floor goes. However, I probably wouldn't ask people to put their mats down in there unless I had personally like sanitized the floor because that's how I am. That's the kind of teacher I am. Uh, not that it's not that it's not fit for what I'm doing, by the way. It's absolutely perfect for what I'm doing. Um, and yeah, maybe I will think about branching out in that way. I shouldn't, I shouldn't place limitations on myself. So the past two events I've done independently, well, I should say three because belly dancing was last week on Tuesday. Uh, my independent business events went fine. Uh, like last night I had three dancers Honestly, that was kind of my goal. At least maybe I can get three people and that just magically happened because they all showed up together and they were so much fun. Like I put all my energy into yesterday and today I'm definitely feeling it. <laughs> One of the chair moves I do is like you, um, you sit on the, you have to have a chair with a good sturdy footing. You wouldn't want to do this in like a chair with wheels or you wouldn't want to do this like around any sharp objects. Full disclaimer, don't try this at home uh, unless you're a professional. <laughs> so you sit down on the chair backwards, like facing the back. Uh, you wrap one of your knee pits over the back of the chair. <laughs> and yes, that's what I call it in yoga. Your knee pit, you know, the back side of your knee. <laughs> then you wrap your second knee pit over the back of the chair and uh, go full upside down. Uh, and then you can kind of um, do some arm, arm moves while you're upside down, maybe kick up one leg and hang on to the chair with one leg. Um, it was fun. It was very, it was very much a, a expressive, an expressive, enthusiastic class. And they were all just laughing and having so much fun. I was like, this is what I'm meant to do. Every time I do that type of thing, I'm like, I love it so much. Uh, I think they were a little disappointed when they heard genuine song pony come on and I was like I gotta pack it up I can't stay I've got to get to the next class um but I promised them and I'll promise you next chair dance class we're gonna use the pony song just for you know just for the sake of extra fun <laughs> uh one of the songs that I used uh if I can't sell it I'll sit down I'll just sit down on it it's the song about the chair by Ruth Brown very funny, very fun song. Um, I have just, I have just so much freedom and fun with those types of classes because, hey, you can't tell me I'm doing the choreography wrong. It's my choreography. I'll do it how I want to do it. <laughs> um, you know, in some of these platforms, what I mean is sometimes the choreography is already pre-structured. That's not to say that they're all that way. It's just that some of the platforms are that way. All right, so moving on tonight, I've only got water aerobics. Tomorrow morning, I've got yoga, and then I've got TRX. Friday morning, I've got spinning, and then I've got um, aqua fitness. I'm struggling to remember, but it's aqua fitness at 8 o'clock. Um, looking forward to it, actually. It's going to be great. Um, I like to stay busy. Like... The group text went off today, and I really wanted that class. 
And it seems like <laughs> I didn't even have time. I was already on my phone. I didn't even have time to open the message and someone else claimed the class. It seems like there's no way for me to text fast enough sometimes. Um, but I was really glad to take uh, any any chances that I can to sub and fill in because I want to keep my schedule full. Speaking of my schedule being full, Triple uh, B, this women's empowerment group, has invited me to speak at one of their events. So as soon as I get inside here, I just got home, I'm going to check my schedule and hopefully, fingers crossed, hopefully I can go and speak at this women's empowerment meeting where they're working to uplift each other and help each other overcome things. Uh, that's another part of what is really important to me is to reach out to people who need like a little boost and maybe I can find, um, sometimes it's like really hard, but just try to find a way to reach someone who maybe come, come into a place, they come into a place and they sort of feel lost or unreachable or incomplete. And like my job, my mission in life is to make sure everybody knows that they don't need any kind of validation and they don't need anything special to be done to be themselves uh, and just recognizing that they are enough right now in this chapter and we have to stop with oh what if or worrying about the future and that sort of thing um, because I can sit here and worry about tomorrow like all day long and what will I've gotten done today if that's all I've done nothing <laughs> that's what I've actually been really really productive I make these beaded spiders and I just sold another handful to this store in Jacksonville called The Moon. She even got my spider earrings in stock. So if you want to, like if you're listening from Jacksonville, Alabama, stop by The Moon in uh, the Jacksonville Square. She's not only got my beadwork, she's got some of my uh, eyeglass chains, lanyards. Um, yeah, just go ahead and go in there and support all the local artists. Um this Saturday, you can find me at the Jacksonville High School PTO yard sale. It's like a vendor event. Um, I'll be selling my spiders there. I'm about to go inside right now and actually make more spiders because, like I said, it's almost October. I cannot make these things fast enough. People love these spiders, and I can't blame them. They're really cute. They're sparkly. <laughs> Even people who have arachnophobia are like, oh, I love the sparkly spiders. Um and so, hey, somebody told me, like, if it works for you, be the spider lady. <laughs> so I guess that's what's happening now. That sort of already developed, and I am the spider lady. Uh, some people refer to me as Yoga Julie. I don't mind that. When I used to teach Pound, there was some people who would say, hey, it's Pound Julie. Or they would see me after, like, belly dance, and they would be like, hey, it's my belly dance teacher. Or when I taught Zumba, they identified me as, hey, it's Zumba Julie. Um... At first, especially when they would like put that right in front of my name, it was kind of like off-putting. I'm like, I'm not just a, I am a belly dancer, but I'm not just a belly dancer. But then eventually you just sort of like, after so many nicknames, you just roll with whatever nickname rolls in as long as it's not disrespectful, right? <laughs> as long as it's associated with a fitness thing, I'm okay with that. And I love yoga, Julie. Um, the only thing is that some people might look me up and that, um, in that context online, and that's not my, uh, my social media handle is actually Yogi Jules with a Z on the Jules. 
So some people will search Yoga Julie or Yoga Jules, and it's Yogi Jules, and they might even put J-U-L-E-S instead of J-U-L-Z, hence the business cards <laughs> and the links. I've got all the links on my LinkedIn Honestly, I've had so many strange messages on social media lately. I didn't even post. I made a comment on one of these other episodes. I didn't even post anything like I was talking about how it's usually like after a swimsuit thing. I haven't even posted swimsuit pictures. <laughs> um, new scammer came through like a new type of scam. Hey, I saw this picture of you. It was like me and my students. And I already have a client wanting a mural. And your cut um, will be paid. They had this whole thing about I would be paid because they were using my photo for the reference. And um, I was like, okay, if it's just using my picture, if it's going to benefit my business. So I asked the other, I actually sent a message and I asked one of the other people in the picture. But before she even read that message, I figured out very quickly that um, this was a scam. Here was the red flag. They needed to know my bank. No one should ever need to know your bank to pay you. So I basically, I'm sort of a smartass, as you guys and gals who listen to this may have noticed, I have a little bit of a smartass attitude on me. Got that from, you know, growing up with my brother. Rest in peace. Today's his birthday. Happy birthday, Eddie, in heaven. Uh, he was always a little bit sarcastic and a smartass, so maybe I learned it from my brother. But anyway, when they said they needed to know what bank I used for the check, by the way, $500 first red flag. You don't really offer somebody $500 if you're just using their photo for a reference, especially out of the blue randomly. So I said, um, I know how checks work, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) I do know that you don't need my bank You don't need to know what type of bank I'm using in order to send me a check. And then I said, um, send me the link to your business. And then they said something else. I said, send me your business link. And they sent a website. And I said, you could just PayPal me. And they said, well, you do realize this is the client and I can't, it's business and I can't argue with my client. And I said, "Um, how come your website says that? Your name is this, but here it says it says something else on their page, like Mary. I'm like, how come it's two different names for your business and your um, what your profile says? So then they wrote, don't stress me out. If you're not interested, I'll just ask someone else. And so I just went ahead and blocked them. So this was a scam. They were trying to get my bank information. No one should ever need your bank information to pay you. That's not how that works. Um. If anything, they're going to be giving me their bank information, right? Because that's not how received payments go. Um, That's how outgoing works. And it's really sad because someone's going to fall for this. Like, I even, for like two seconds, I even believed that someone was just going to give me, if before before I saw the number, like, there went another branch hitting the car. I better be careful going inside. Uh, Before I saw the amount, like the dollar amount, which was the first red flag, I even believed that somebody was just going to give me a small business donation just to use my photo for a reference out of respect. And as the information continued to roll in, I was like, oh, great, I have to block them. So I'm really glad that I asked for their business page before 
before I got rude because, <laughs> well, I never really, I can't say I really got rude. I just blocked them. Uh, all I said was, I know how checks work, if that's being rude. Um, so what they were doing is they had stolen someone's identity, but just changed the name and used their art. And I let them know. They haven't opened those messages yet, but I went and I let them know. Um, hey, someone. And then I even did the report on Instagram. They're pretending to be someone else. I don't know if it's going to work. Um, but what's sad is someone will probably fall for that scam. And someone's probably going to lose a bunch of money and then have to go through the process with their bank of be like, hey, I got scammed. And yeah, it made me sort of like, once again, feeling like I need to step back from any form of social media because I'm getting like the weirdest messages. <laughs> um, I should just start a pic collage of all the weird messages I get. <laughs> And just like white out their names, label it, hashtag weird, weird stuff people say to me. Um, I believe that Celeste Barb did that. She took a bunch of these comments and she was like, is this a he said or she said comment? <laughs> it was a very easy game, by the way. Um, so, yeah. Social media sort of helps, but you got to be really careful with it. It's quite like a tedious process because you know if you do get tired of those kinds of sort of spam or scammers whatever it's very tiresome to keep blocking people it seems like every day I block somebody um also I feel like that I'm just now getting to the point where I'm okay with connecting with people without feeling like I don't know like I can actually have conversations with people I used to talk to without feeling like I've got my guard up sometimes. Um, yeah, I just took a very long time away from socializing. And I think that's why studying throughout the pandemic helped me a little bit because I wasn't socializing. And these Zoom calls were, as I said many times on here, the Zoom calls were my form of socializing. Um, yeah, so what else have I got for you? Um, I guess that's it for now. Make sure you check out my website. I've got links to all the things that I do. It's yogijules.com. That's Y-O-G-I-J-U-L-Z.com. Um, things are going pretty good for my business. It's not like I'm making tons of money. I can report that at this time, this is September 28th, my um, gross income, not the net after expenses, but my gross income for my business Right now, it about matches what I made for the whole fiscal year last year. And considering I wouldn't take on regular classes at the college throughout the summer, that's really, really good. But what's really sad is now that I'm back to being busy, I guess it's not sad, it's just unfortunate. Now is the time that I'm eating more of the kinds of foods that I need. I'm cut back on the things that I don't need. Um, this was, a, that's kind of what I had envisioned for when I took the summer away, like took a step back from some of the classes. I envisioned that I was going to like eat more healthy foods and drink less wine and do more swimming. And even though I haven't been swimming more, set that aside, I'm exercising a lot more. Check. I'm eating a lot more of the right things. Check. 
Do I still eat some of the wrong things? Sometimes. Um, but I've cut way back on the drinking. It hasn't really affected me like one way or the other yet. I would say that maybe my stomach is a little more balanced with less wine intake. Um, I did happen across an article uh, very recently, and it was actually after I stopped buying wine every other day or whatever. Um, And the article pretty much said that drinking in your 40s as a woman, especially women, is going to really mess with all these horrible things that happen with menopause, which I haven't, you know, I haven't gotten to that stage, but like the stage before that, leading up to that, the things that happen to your body with that, and the things that you need in your stomach. Um, actually, women have less of the the enzymes that the alcohol is killing. Um, there was just so much evidence pointing to that I'm doing the right thing by cutting back on my drinking. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say it was a huge struggle because financially speaking, I really wasn't able to. Like, I was buying the wine, yes, but I really wasn't able to afford it. Um, I wasn't really drinking the wine for the taste, usually, because the really, really tasty wine was a little more pricey. I was kind of buying mediocre sangria. When I say mediocre, it wasn't great. It wasn't horrible. It was just sort of like that in-between sangria. You know, you throw a little fruit in there and it's primo, right? (laughs) Little blueberries. (laughs) Um, maybe an orange wedge, you know, now it's fancy. Um, so it wasn't like the taste, but like I get cold easily and I felt like I was getting that artificial warmth from it maybe and it's starting to get even cooler here. So (laughs) maybe that's where the challenge is, is actually like, I don't want to be cold. It gave me that false sense of warmth, um, I haven't quit coffee yet, and that was one of the things that I thought would be interesting about. Had I done my yoga teacher training in India, which I didn't, had I done my yoga teacher training in India, it would have been a forced saftic diet, so I wouldn't have had any, I wouldn't have any kind of accessibility to like um, things like coffee, wine, meat. Like, all those things out. Um, It would have been like a light grain meal with, you know, fresh fruit, some dairy. There was this very specific, like, wholesome diet. And, like, you'd get, like, a cup of tea with your meal. And I remember thinking, like, yeah, that's, that would, how great would I feel if I just did a yoga teacher training all day, eating nothing but, like, grains and fruits, a little bit of dairy, and then you know, maybe go swimming, whatever they do with the yoga teacher training by the water. Um, But it wasn't the cost of the training that held me back. It was the cost of travel. Um, The number of shots I would have had to get was kind of lengthy. And it wasn't just the traveling. It was the fact that the airport was also nowhere close to this retreat. I would have had to First of all, I don't speak any other language. I don't speak Hindi. So I would have had to go over there from the airport, find transportation with someone who speaks English to go something like two or three hours 
like, I think it was north of the airport to get to, I forget. I had picked out a school and I want to say it was Rishikesh, Rishikesh. Um, and you know what? Those teach yoga teacher trainings, the price has not increased. <laughs> like they're still doing them. Um, but the flight was about $2,000 at the time. This was back in 2019. And I don't, I didn't even have a passport. I started looking into the cost of everything, how long the flight was going to be. Then I had to consider after, um, being on a plane for almost a full day, I would have to ride, um, in an unfamiliar territory, by the way, if you've ever seen the, what the roads look like there online, you know, it's like chaos. There's just animals just running out into the road. It's crazy. Um, yeah, I, n- I didn't expect the airport to be, like, right next door, but it was, like, everything kept piling up, and I also would have to have figured out a way to prepay a full month of bills in advance or get it all on auto draft because I wouldn't be here to do the things I do from my house every day. You know, maintaining the household. <laughs> I would have had to, like, pre-plan forever and save up, like, you know, several thousand dollars. So that's how I ended up searching every school I could in the U.S. And that's how I found the Dance and Dogs Yoga. Because I looked at the reviews and I decided I wanted to go to Atlanta instead of Birmingham. And I have nothing against Birmingham at all. I don't know anything about their schools. All I know is almost all the local teachers. There are a couple that went to DDY that I met afterwards, like after the fact. Um... I just wanted to come out of a different school than the majority, if that makes any sense at all. I just kind of wanted to bring something different to the table. Um, I don't know for a fact if I did that or not. We'll see. Like, time will tell. I do, I do get good feedback, for the most part, on my classes. Um, I try to make it, like, really, really for everybody. Not just for the people who have been doing yoga forever and not just for the beginner. I try to put that middle ground into what I do as much as possible. All right, so I'm going to go inside now and really go over my schedule. If you t- really, really go over my schedule, like not just look at it, go over it, um, make some more spiders, get ready for tonight for the aqua fitness that I'm teaching. And yeah, I hope you all have a great day. This one was more of a ramble. And a happy anniversary. Three years y'all have been, well, I've been yet, I've been here babbling at you guys and gals for three years. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. Um, it's been a wild ride. If you've been with me since the beginning of this, or if you've been listening since the beginning, which I always ask you to do, don't, don't do what podcasts make you do. It makes you go backwards. I say go the other way, like start at the beginning. Um, If you've been here with me since the beginning, then gosh, don't you know that my whole experience has been a wild ride. Um, I was talking to, I've already said this um, yesterday's podcast. I was talking to my friend Jim, who's, he's actually from England, but he lives in Tokyo, Japan. And um, it's just like, I was talking to him about everything that's like surrounding, like just bizarre stuff. Um, surrounds all the things that happened to me. And actually, some people would actually be like, only you, Julie. (laughs) Like the, um, 
One of the things I told him about, I don't think I've ever even talked about on here, but um, someone pretending, I may, I may have mentioned this, someone pretending to offer me a job in yoga, and they were not. Uh, they were actually just wanting to send me messages. I mean, they, it's not that they weren't a yoga teacher. They were. It's not that he didn't have a yoga studio. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and... um you know, I kind of forget about that because I blocked that person. And then this friend in Tokyo asked me to download an app to communicate with them. And um, I was like, okay, I'll try this app. And that same person <laughs> from like six years ago that I blocked, the one offering me the fake job, added me on this app. It's been like six years and I just installed the app and it seems like the next day. Like, how do they do that? Like, I just blocked you on every possible way to block you. And they added me as soon as I downloaded the app. And I was like, how do they do that? Like, how does this happen? <laughs> and even my friend um, that lives in Tokyo, he says, it's like something out of a movie. I'm like, I know. <laughs> like, something weird. Um, can't, can't, can't someone just take the hint? <laughs> If I blocked you, I blocked you. I'm not going to come work at your yoga studio or whatever fake thing you're talking about. And I'm not saying, once again, I'm not saying that he wasn't a yoga teacher. I'm not saying he didn't have a studio. I'm saying that the whole built-up connection that he tried to do was fake. And I'm supposed to have a phone call today from a counselor, so we'll see. Um, it won't be counseling today. It's just going to be like a... Um, what is he, what did he call it? A, um, it's like the setup call, <laughs> the, um, the, uh, confrontate, confrontation. <laughs> Why did I use that word? <laughs> Consultation. <laughs> you can tell I've exercised like almost 10 hours <laughs> this week. <laughs> I just called a consultation a confrontation. I guess it is, though, isn't it? You're sort of confronting your fears if you're going to get consulted, right? So I'm not wrong. I just changed the word a little bit. Yeah. Um, I feel different today because I got to sleep in. So I will say I have extra energy levels having not gotten up to start exercising at like 5 o'clock in the morning. That starts again tomorrow, thankfully. Uh, I like to stay busy. So anyway, uh, I'm going to go ahead and end this just in case that counselor calls for the, the consultation or as I tried to call it, the confrontation. And then we'll set up the um, actual therapy for another date once I find out all the details and um, maybe work through some more of that old material that I'm trying to let go of that yoga does help me with so much. When I feel like I'm holding on, I often try meditation so, yeah, use meditation to your advantage like a tool. All right, everybody out there, thank you so much. I do appreciate your time. I know everybody's busy, so I value all the time you've spent here with me. And as I continue to learn and grow, I want you to learn and grow with me. We're just like running down this yellow brick road together, right? Thank you so much for taking your time to be here. If you're out of episodes of Happy Hamstring or if you want something different, check out my friend Jim. He has a podcast. Just tell your device, hey, play, hey, whatever, Alexa or Siri, play 
Those were the days with Jim and Queasy podcast. I'll say it again. You tell your device. Play Those Were the Days with Jim and Queasy podcast and you'll get some nostalgia. They do music. They have talks. They talk about movies. They do quote off, which a quote off is where they'll see who can remember the most quotes out of a movie. Just firing them off back and forth. Uh, it's a very fun listen, so give it a try. And thank you so much for giving this podcast a chance to be a part of your experience. May we all be happy, healed, and free. May our thoughts, words, and actions contribute to the happiness, peacefulness, and the freedom of all of life. Namaste.